0: figure friday i am one of your hosts ea henson joined alongside with a fellow figure friday writer josh wallen josh how you doing eric i'm spectacular thanks for having me fantastic this is a little weird we're uh recording like via a live stream so i have to like i had to make myself presentable for the camera if this thing actually does end up going up so you never know you know taking a shower and shaving these days very much so yeah so in what's becoming a tradition, we are doing an end of year figure Friday to pretty much get out of writing a column. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's easier to talk for an hour than it is to actually sit down and put uh, digital pen to digital paper and, you know, make coherent thoughts for a change. So I'm not mad about that. Uh, you were kind enough to put together a running order for Indeed. the show. Um, you have anything to say right off the
1: jump you come in, in hot no i'm i'm really excited uh, to to chit chat about the year in figures and in pop culture so yeah give me an fun. overview
0: how has the year been like figure wise for you or toy wise
1: so figure wise for me overall it, it's been a decent year uh i've tried to curb back uh, the later the second half of the year from buying so much, I I think I've kind of drawn the line in the sand that they're flooding the market so much. And with prices going up as much as they are, that really needs to be a decent product for me to invest in, or I need to be getting it at a price that I want to pay or some sort of combination on the both that I, I get comfortable with. So uh, I've been going crazy as far as black Friday deals are concerned because I passed on so many items until they hit the price point that i was happy with so caked up i'm looking forward to having an exciting christmas morning of treating myself so (laughs) it'll be good times nice um so getting right into
0: it uh, we're going to start with our top three figures that were bought in 2022 if you want to kick us off i went three to one like i made a concerted effort to actually kind
1: of have a you know an idea of where i was going with this it's, it's your own list, so make it what you will. So you want to start us off with your number three?
0: I will do that. Uh, my number three, I, I put down Transformers Core Class Studio Series 86 Rumble. Ah. For my number three. I was looking forward to this figure, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. Uh, just the entire Studio Series line from Transformers right now is fantastic, as well as like the core class, like you really are getting that bang for your buck, as it were, like just with the price point and the quality of figures you're getting, it was it was almost a tie between that and the Studio Series Core Class '86 uh, Wheelie. Okay, so that was another great one, but uh, with uh, the Studio Series Rumble, it's just a fantastic like realization of the character, and it's it's incredibly wee. It's like Maybe two inches tops, which is amazing, and turns into a little cassette. He comes with the uh, the pistons on his arms that you can actually put on to make it look like he's doing the uh, earthquake thing. And it does say uh, rumble uh, parenthetical blue, so it's uh, you know, because there's an old Transformers meme that yes, there he is right there, there oh. he is right there holding him up to the camera. Did you buy two? Are you unboxing them or?
1: Oh, he's getting unboxed. So this is my giant pile. of Christmas treats for myself. So, but he's, he's made the cut. So I'm excited to, to get rumble out of the box eventually.
0: Yeah. I am going to like, you know, put my flag down right now and say they're like, I really hope that they redo, reuse the mold and it's Hasbro. So they're, they're definitely going to, uh, So we're going to get like a frenzy. We're probably going to get like a rewind and eject on the Autobot side of things. Just whatever they decide to repaint it as, I'm totally down to buy. And also, Uh, even though it says he's blue, he is kind of purple, which is in line with uh, Rumble from the Cybertronic Spree, which I appreciate.
1: Get a little, uh, maybe I can 3D print a little drum kit for him. That would be amazing. Yeah, I think that'd be exciting. I, I love I haven't bought as many Transformers as you. Transformers is kind of your jam, but I have dipped my toe in the Studio Series 86 on more than one occasion, and I'm very, very happy every time that I do. So they could just keep releasing them, uh the 86 line, and I'll probably keep buying them. Uh I haven't bought every single one, but the, the ones that uh I have picked up, like Soundwave, uh or not Sound. Sound no uh who is it? I got Grimlock uh from the 86 line, so maybe blaster uh, blaster and uh I got cup and blur mm-hmm. on discount, and I also picked up the Coronation Starscream, which I was really happy with. So
0: yeah, I've been you know fairly exacting with the ones that i purchased like i can't financially afford to get all the ones like i've stayed away from like the 50 dollars price point which i think is the the leader class maybe yeah so i'll kind of top out right around like the 30 35 dollar mark for those and then uh we have a discount chain in the area ollies they've been a good resource for actually picking up some of the overstock stuff for next to nothing
1: yeah, it's uh, it's a decent line to get into uh, if you're looking to find something nostalgic for for Gen 1, the Transformers 86 movie. So I uh, highly recommend those whenever you see one that catches your eye.
0: Yeah, they're definitely playing to guys you know like us, the guys in their 40s. So and I'm not mad at it because I'm finally getting versions of the figures that I've wanted for
1: you know 40 years now. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So what do you got for your number three? All right. So my number three, I'm cheating right off the bat. So coming <laughs> in hot from that standpoint, my number three of 2022 is the entire GI Joe classified line. Oh, wow. That's
0: that's a big cheat.
1: Like top to bottom, all throughout this entire year, they have released quality product. I can vividly remember you and I having a conversation about uh, the very, very first classified wave and how it was like, "Ah, I wish they would look a little bit more like the traditional GI Joe, like real American hero line. Mm -hmm. And it feels like they've really found what the perfect combination of what's classified look like, what's real American hero look like. And just the chemistry on that line is perfect. Everything about it. Every time I buy one of those figures, I have just immense joy going through the unboxing and taking all the little details and the loadout on those figures and putting them on a shelf and just getting them in different poses. This year's releases, you got the Bats, the Alley Vipers, we finally got a classic Storm Shadow, Spirit Iron Knife, the Cobra Officers, Outback, the Python Patrol Vipers, Croc Master and Fiona, Dr. Mindbetter, Serpentor, Tomax and Zamot, Sergeant Slaughter, Zarana, Dusty, Stalker, the Crimson Guard, the Blue Ninjas 2-pack, and a Snake Eyes and Timber 2-pack that's a re-release, but they put it in Renegades form now. Mm. And then if you really want to get technical, some that were supposed to be 2023 are hitting early in Bazooka, Ricando, and CoverGirl. None of those figures are, are just like passable. They're all must-buys if you're a fan of the G.I. Joe classified line. Phenomenal. I love it.
0: Yeah, you've really gone all in on the line. And for me, I'm kind of a fair weather GI Joe fan. When the line came out, I picked up my snake eyes. I was happy with it. And then uh, maybe this year, I think I was able to get my hands on a bat, which is a great figure. Yeah. And I saw the repaint of that uh, in the wild at Target. Didn't do much for me, but mm-hmm. uh, the people that love the line really love it. And it's impressive that Hasbro... I'm not going to say G.I. Joe was a dead property. It never really was. There was always some kind of G.I. Joe presence on the yeah. shelf, but they successfully evolved into the six inch scale for that you know, adult collector. The guys like us in their 40s that are still buying toys.
1: Yeah, I think for me, the reason I love the line so much was uh, when I was a kid, I didn't have as many of the figures mm-hmm. compared to the, I played with the vehicles. If that makes sense. So like you only had as many figures as you needed to go with the vehicles Mm -hmm. and I would watch the cartoons, but I never had like my favorite characters. I never had like a quick kick. Uh, I never had a a snake eyes as a kid. So for me now going back and getting to revisit the character side of things in like a perfect, you know, put it on your shelf type, you know, collectible is just, it'd be nice to have the vehicles, but you really don't need the vehicles, you know, to enjoy the classified line. So.
0: Now, I'm really going to show my ignorance here. The uh, Sky Striker that they mm-hmm. crowdfunded, is that a six-inch scale or is it? No. Okay, it's three and three-quarter.
1: Yeah, three and three-quarter, not just three and three-quarter, but um, I think a lot of the figures that came with it were the first variations of the O-rings that they're bringing back. So they're okay. getting rid of like their what they were trying to do before with the three and three-quarter, and they're going back to the O-rings altogether, so... The Sky the, I know the Sky is getting ready to ship. That looks awesome. Uh, I backed the hiss tank so that's going to be one of my most anticipated things from 2023. It looks phenomenal. The figures in that all look great. So it they just they can do no wrong. They keep catering to fans and we keep ponying up the money for it. So happy to do so.
0: Yeah, and like I can't I, th- I think I may have an unconscious GI Joe bias because when I was a kid my mom never bought me GI Joe toys until they were almost not cool like when yeah. they started getting a little more sci-fi but she had a moral objection to war toys but Star Wars it was okay and Transformers were robots even though they were fighting a civil war but you know she didn't didn't do a research but like GI Joe
1: she knew that it was closely
0: associated with war which she wasn't
1: wasn't cool with so you couldn't uh you couldn't play the the video of them using the laser weapons and just look it's totally sci-fi it's not yeah, yeah just i
0: didn't have my uh my arguing skills at that point mm. in my youth. So I finally got some like I got like a Doctor Mindbender. I think I got a uh, uh Footloose and a couple other guys. I got the uh Destro that with uh that had the vac metallized gold head.
1: Yeah, the Iron Grenadier or Grenadier, yeah. whatever it was.
0: Yep, got that guy. Like but by that point like nobody like we'd all kind of transitioned over to Turtles. So Yep, exactly. So Let's see. My number two, and I know for sure that you have this one, it's the S.H. Fig Arts, Luke Skywalker from The Mandalorian. Ah, yes. Very good figure. Fantastic figure. I have the original, it's like one of the original Star Wars figures that they did, the Throne Throne Room Jedi Luke, and this version of it kind of improves upon that one in every single way. The, The face is better, the costume, the articulation is better. It's just... Uh, the only thing I wasn't happy with completely is the Cape. The Cape was kind of cheap. Oh, okay. But in my opinion, like it just, uh, I think they could have used like maybe a heavier grade fabric for it, especially since, well, we didn't pay anywhere near us prices for it. Cause we ordered it off of Amazon Japan, mm-hmm. which I was ready to go all in with Amazon Japan and start ordering all my import figures from them. But, uh when it, we'll get to it in the, my anticipated figures for next year, uh, they still don't have those figures that I'm going to talk about later. They still don't have those up for order on the Amazon Japan website. So I've pre-ordered those ones domestically. But yeah, uh, yeah somehow the face sculpt on this one looks better than Luke Skywalker did in The Mandalorian. Not, you know, uh, you look better in Book of Boba Fett, but uh, just the
1: entire vibe of the figure is just fantastic. Yeah, I would agree. He's uh everything you want. He's the definitive version of Luke Skywalker from you know the the Jedi type era or post Jedi era as it were, since being in the Mandalorian, but great figure. Wish they'd have given you a couple more head sculpts. Yeah. But that, that seems to be uh that seems to be SH Figart's MO. I'd I'd love to see more of like what Mezco 112 would do with like, you know, more of a star Wars license. They could do something interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, that my whole collecting, uh, like the thrust of my collecting is getting definitive versions of characters. Yep. So like, I've been waiting forever. They haven't even released a prototype, so I'm, I'm, but they have to do it like the, the best Ben Luke. Like I've been waiting yeah. for that one for like 10 years now, it feels like, but, uh, When the Mandalorian came out, like the first episode, you could pre-order the Mandalorian, how he looked in the first episode. Mm -hmm. And then episode two rolls along and he gets a completely new set of armor. And then, you know, six months later, you're able to pre-order that one. So it's just kind of it's very Star Wars, very Disney. Like they're going to put out every version of the character and you're going to buy it.
1: Do you think, though... Is it something that Favreau and Filoni are doing intentionally when they're doing things like that? Do you really think that they're well? You know, we can pump out another couple toys if we have just changes look a little bit.
0: No, I don't think they're doing it intentionally because it serves the story. but yeah. I'm just gonna say that like marketing's never mad at those guys.
1: See, and, and as well, maybe it's just from a standpoint that I I I'm looking mainly at what Hasbro does with. The black series line Mm -hmm. but it feels like they leave a lot of money on the table in terms of that so like from a marketing standpoint one would i would be inclined to go with your line of thinking on that but hasbro isn't taking advantage of that you know you you could be pumping out ot toys like they could have an entire separate line that's nothing but ot star wars black series toys and people would go crazy with it. It could feed the rest of their lines and they don't take advantage of, you know, what you seems like it would make more sense to do. So there's probably some equation that we don't know about.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like seconds of screen time versus online posts about this character. You know, they they have to make it make sense financially in order for them to do it. Because uh, when, when, the book of Boba Fett rolled around in spoilers for a year old TV show and Luke Skywalker's and that he has a slightly different get up, uh, when he's on, uh, whatever planet that is do where the Jedi temple is going to be. Yep. And I'm like, I could see them getting another figure out of that, even though it's, you know, just infinitesimally different than
1: the one they released. But that's just me. So, but well, the Mandalorians had maybe two, maybe three different looks and they've rele- Hasbro's released at least probably eight figures of the mandalorian in various incarnations so
0: yeah and and bandai fig arts they're at uh three because they did the original one they did the beskar armor and then they did uh deluxe beskar armor where he comes with the spear and he comes with the
1: grogu and an unmasked you know uh head so did he come with the dark saber did he i don't know because there's like hey now we got to release one with a dark saber as well because it's another one
0: I'm thinking I I don't think he did. So yeah. you know, there's another one that they could possibly be doing. And yeah, you know, when I say possibly, I mean definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's it. Number two, Luke Skywalker from The Mandalorian. Fantastic figure. If you can get your hands on him, uh, I recommend it. It was hard for us because uh when the figure went up for order domestically, like Big Bad Toy Store just put it out there and it sold out right away. Mm-hmm. So Amazon Japan was really our only option. Like I talked to uh, my guy that runs the comic shop and his importer got some and kept them all for himself. So I don't think a lot of people had a chance to get uh, their hands on them. I looked on the secondary market and they're holding pretty steady around the hundred dollar mark. So we definitely got away with something
1: this time. Hey, moshi moshi, Amazon Japan, you're our only hope. Nihao ma. <laughs> all right, so you're next. Uh, my number two was. The Four Horsemen Studios Headless Horsemen from the Figure Obscura line of Mythic Legions.
0: Okay, I've seen a lot about that. Uh, but you know, posts from you, posts from Dan Larson from Toy Galaxy. That is an amazing
1: looking figure. It was phenomenal. Um, you talked about Luke Skywalker having a subpar cape or a subpar cloak, in mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, the Headless Horseman has the finest tailor in all of Sleepy Hollow. With <laughs> An unbelievably luxurious cape, uh, fully wired, uh, nice red interior, black exterior, beautiful working mechanism where the clasp on the, the collar holds the, the whole thing in place. You get a nice little bloody stump there for where the head used to be. And he's got a few different flaming pumpkin jack-o'-lantern skulls. The horse is fabulous. And I mean, it's it's all Mythic Legion reuse, essentially. But there's a difference between, you know, Hasbro reusing a mold to make 15 million different stormtroopers and the four horsemen cobbling together something from various different figures across their line to create something entirely new and beautiful and a piece of work, a piece of art unto itself. It's just it's phenomenal. It was pricey. But once you have it in your collection and you're able to appreciate it for what it is, the fi- the figure Obscura line has made me dive deeper into Mythic Legion. So uh, mission accomplished from that standpoint. It's a phenomenal okay. figure.
0: I think you're a lot more willing than I am to take uh, chances on new stuff because I saw mm-hmm. it and I was like, eh, not for me. But it, like it by all accounts, like I was saying, you and everybody else I've seen online, it seems like an amazing figure.
1: So... I- I think you've really sold me though. So you're not willing to take chances on a lot of things, but I think the thing that you've always sold me on and it goes to you. uh, I don't want to say that you're like comfortable with it, but you, you take certain amount of joy, you know, the things that are going to bring you pleasure Mm -hmm. in a figure. Um, I cast a wider net looking for those (laughs) that same pleasure, I think is the only real difference, but uh, just, Finding the things that truly make you happy in collecting. And when you find them, like, if it costs a little bit more, I'm willing to get rid of a bunch of Marvel Legends in order to pay for something that's going to give me the type of experience that the figure Obscura line has given me this year uh, with not just uh, the Headless Horseman, but they also put out an awesome Father Christmas. So
0: Okay. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that, like, the quality versus quantity in my next pick a little bit because uh, like i was looking like when you proposed like i actually had written down like a top five so i have a couple honorable mentions once we wrap up this segment but um i was worried i hadn't bought enough figures to substantiate a list or figures that i was happy enough with to rank so um yeah it's an interesting debate because i definitely i and it's you know when I say quality, it's not a knock on any specific line or anything. Like it's just, uh, and for my next choice, like my number one uh, for this year was the Mafex or Mafex, depending on how you pronounce it, the Spider-Man in the black suit.
1: Okay. Which, uh,
0: yep. With the blue feet, which is an amazing detail. And the figure also has a nice kind of subtle blue paint wash to it Mm -hmm. that you don't really see in any of the photos. Or if you do see in the photos, it looks like it was photographed that way yeah that, that's how good the paint app was um earlier in the year i had the marvel legends retro spider man black suit uh figure on pre-order and that's like what a 30 dollars figure there uh,
1: i think before i think that one was during the 22.99 cycle still
0: okay so Still, you know, low twenties. So, but yeah. I was like, if I pay, you know, three times as much, I can get something that is, in my estimation, because the the black costume Marvel Legends one, it's probably the best one that they've done. But mm-hmm. I was going through uh, my bins, and I have at least every subsequent Marvel Legend Black Costume Spider Man prior to this one, and there just wasn't enough of. To me, is is the is that one a pinless? Construction or no? I believe it is, yes. Okay. Uh for me, like I had one of the other pinless figures and it just wasn't enough to sell me on mm-hmm. another one, especially when I was making the investment in the black suit Spider-Man, which I lucked out on that one because I pre-ordered it before uh the inflation hit. So my price was a lower price than uh most people, most retailers were offering, but still it's just it is like, I will never need another black costume
1: Spider-Man figure. Like, exactly. And that's, <laughs> good. listen, perfect segue, because my number one, I feel the exact same way with. Okay. Uh, and that is the Mezco 112 Steel Box Wolverine. Really?
0: That's your number one. That's interesting.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. When what was, get, what I, was
0: it that uh, that drew you to the, like, is this your first 112?
1: Uh it's not my first 112. My first one twelve was actually we discussed it on last year's show, was okay. the old man Logan. Oh uh, right. that I had won in that giveaway. Mm-hmm. And I told you like I was nervous about the slippery slope, and the slippery slope <laughs> came a calling in the form of that beautiful, beautiful steel box offering. So it comes in a, a beautiful steel box, like an, a tin, mm-hmm. uh beautiful artwork on it of Wolverine. And in the box, you get the Sentinel display base, uh, which lights up and you can it, put Logan on it. It's phenomenal. Uh, it's it's truly everything in that box has the potential to be the centerpiece of your collection. And I saw it, it I think it retailed for like 120 somewhere in there, but I saw it go down as low as... Uh, during like a Black Friday run, I think you could get it for less than $100. Phenomenal, phenomenal value. You have multiple belts to change up the look, so you never need another Tiger Stripe Wolverine in your collection. It's got multiple belts, multiple hands. It's got the bone claws. It's got steel claws. It has the old school, the first appearance Wolverine mask as one of the heads. With the whiskers. Yeah, it's it's got like, I think eight different heads, it's just, you'll never need another Wolverine figure if you're looking for a Tiger Stripe Wolverine. I'll never have to buy another one. There's nothing that Hasbro could potentially offer me that I don't already have in that figure. And as far as definitive versions of a character, that's the definitive Wolverine to me.
0: So for the Mezco 112 stuff, me personally, I am just right on the edge of you know, shit talking those things. Hmm. And that springs from me talking wanting to talk myself out of having to invest in those. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, it's one of those, it's like the the meme from community. It's like, I'm worried this may awaken something in me. And yeah. uh like Biff Pop Editor in Chief Andy Burns, he recently got um uh, the I don't know if it's the Christopher Reeve Superman mm, one 12, yeah. but he it's like a it's like a definitive Superman. Yeah. And cuz he's a big Superman fan and I think he may have pre-ordered the uh Steve Ditko Amazing Fantasy Spider-Man which is also another amazing figure but you know I'm just like eh, I don't want, you know, I don't want to collect dolls, you know, cuz they have cloth outfits but they're mm-hmm. so much more like my buddy Dan went uh nuts on those for a while and like, you know, came home with like five of them from his store one day. So, yeah. It was just they're, they're amazing figures, and it's just one of those things where I kind of have to mentally check myself to keep myself away from them.
1: Uh, but that's the thing. Like I, I, In compiling what I considered to be the figure of the year this year, going back and looking at so many toys, you know how many toys you forget that you bought during the course of the year? Maybe it's a me problem because I'm, I'm a terrible consumer and I buy a ton <laughs> of stuff, but there are a number of toys that I forgot I even bought this year or that like released the black suit Spider-Man from Marvel legends. Like I had to like, it's a great figure. Don't get me wrong. I, I love that figure. And when that figure first came out, it was probably my favorite figure of the year for the 15 minutes that it was out before I went on to the next thing. So it really has to be one of those type of characters or figures that you get in your hands that creates an emotional reaction with you that sustains it for longer than the next figure that comes out the following month and i, I think in your situation the the spider-man the mezco spider-man that you picked or the mafax spider-man that you picked up and the mezco 112 wolverine like it's all you need if you're yeah. that happy with your purchase then that has to be your figure that you
0: Yeah. And a lot of it for me is like, I'm not, I don't want to be exclusionary towards other collectors. Like if Marvel legends is your jam, that's awesome. Like it's, yes, it's a great, like they've, they've come so far in the last like 20 years and like, but like just looking at that black suit Spider-Man, I'm like, this is a great figure, but I already have three other ones of it. It's going to wind up in a bin like Mm -hmm. after a month. So that that's just me talking. Like I have the, you know, privilege to be able to, you know, every now and again, plunk down, you know, a price for an import figure and it looks great on my shelf. He's right next to the Ben Riley Spider-Man. And we're going to talk about some other stuff that's coming up. That'll be going next to it. <laughs> so Love it. I do have some honorable mentions from uh, 2022. And I keep, it's one of those things. Like I keep saying, I'm not collecting the line, but they do keep dropping weird figures out there that I have to get. Uh, it, it's one Dar from the Masters of the Universe line. And I was one of the the golden chosen that was able to get it during that initial release that caused okay. all the, the fan outcry. Okay. Like the, the stars aligned for me. I was able to actually order one. I should have ordered more than one, but I'm inherently lazy. I'm not gonna go ahead and, you know, sell something on the secondary market. Like I you know, I only buy things off eBay now. I don't put stuff up for people. And also it's just kind of like I have issues with people that buy multiples to just for the purpose of reselling. Like I'm mm-hmm. on board with buy one to display one to open, but one was all I need. It's just, it's a patently ridiculous figure. It's the uh, masters of the universe. Uh, it's based on a wonder bread mail away from the early eighties. So it's he man with uh, black armor, brown hair, and it's just, it's so
1: silly that I had to have it. And when when you get something that is so tongue in cheek, Mm -hmm. perfect, like when 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 toy companies get it and they do something like Wondar, like it it just makes me so happy because it's not going to cater to every single collector. Like the people who want that figure are the people who know the story of the figure, um, the completionists and somebody like me who, yeah, I'm a big Motu fan. I love it but I don't need it in my collection because it doesn't do anything for me. But the people who it connects with, like, I love that shit. Yeah, that's I was my just, favorite.
0: I was like, this is the dumbest thing I need to yes. have. It. Absolutely. And like the only other ones that I've, bought, I've got from the line so far, I have uh, Scare Glow, which, you know, that was really tied into, you know, the legend of the figure just being a late addition to the line and being so rare. And mm-hmm. also it's a glow in the dark skeleton. You know, who doesn't want that? Yeah. And then just recently I picked up an Orco because I have positive memories of the original one that I had, which is just looks great on my shelf. I still I kept it on the card. I kind of wanted to see if I can get another one to open up and mess around with. But that'll do for now. So that's one of my honorable mentions. Uh, Did you have any? I didn't. I think I added this category after you sent me. I cheated
1: with taking the entire G.I. Joe classified line so that that was kind of my (laughs) lumped all the honorable mentions and just took the number three spot. So.
0: The Star Wars Vintage Collection. I've actually bought a lot of those this year. The okay, uh, the Obi Wan from that line from his uh, Disney Plus series is a great, you know, representation of the character. Is that the uh, blue
1: shirt one or the brown coat?
0: Uh, he's got a tan shirt, and I'm talking about the three seven five figures. Right, right, right. Um, camera. I think it's like Jedi Wanderer, or Wandering Jedi. Gotcha. Um, I love the aesthetics of the line you know on the vintage card and everything i still open them up but it's just gives you that charge of actually going to the store and seeing something that you would have seen you know four decades hence um i did uh pick up the boba fett that was the target exclusive and thankfully i didn't pay full price for that one because it was like i think they're asking like 25 bucks or more it's gross yeah i i first saw it when i was over in canada And they wanted 40 Canadian for it, which translated like 30 U.S. And I couldn't figure out why, because I thought it was uh, a single carded version of a slightly different figure. But uh, that one I picked up is really good, has a great sculpt to it. Uh, Got a couple other ones I'm forgetting, but those deserve an honorable mention. And the other one is the NECA TMNT Last Ronin figure. I picked that up. Nice. And I didn't include him on the list uh, for a couple of issues I had sent you. Mm-hmm. I, I put him on a NECA stand, like as soon as I got it, The figure stands fine on its own, but I I bought a package of NECA action figure stands a while back. So I just have a few of them sitting around and I put him on there. And as soon as I tried to move him on the stand, the peg on the stand uh, snapped off right at the base. So he's got a I was able to file it down, but you know, one of the peg holes on the bottom of one of his feet is completely uh, inoperable right now, unless I want to Dremel it out, which I don't, uh, the other thing is posability. Like the joints on it are so stiff. I'm almost afraid to force mm-hmm. something, but it looks like it came right out of the comic book, uh, comes with a ton of accessories and multiple heads and everything. And there's a different unarmored version of the character that I'm kind of waiting to see if it goes on sale somewhere to pick that one up. But that was another one that I was really pleased with that I got just recently.
1: Did you see the the spring not Leonardo turtle that is going around? No third third party. Maybe I did. Okay, they're they're like samurai turtles is what they're calling them. I think I may have the ninja turtle license.
0: Yeah, like I I saw a third party one that was really cool and I can't remember what it was and I bookmarked it, but then I can't I lost the bookmark. So that that may have been it.
1: Next time it crosses my timeline, I'll I'll shoot it over to you to to get your take on it. But the, it's this new little niche market that's putting out this this third party not Leonardo figure that people are are going crazy about. It looks really cool, um, but I I'd be curious to get your take because you're Mister TMNT. So I, I love third your party opinion. stuff. Like there's yeah. a lot
0: of great third party Transformer stuff out there. It's just it's not the most budget friendly. Like yep. I, I kind of started getting into them a few years ago and had some quality issues here and there, but uh, like everything good that Hasbro does and I'm not, this isn't a knock against their engineers, but a lot of the innovation kind of comes from third party stuff is mm-hmm. what I find. Like they kind of, I think they allow third party stuff to exist so that uh, they can innovate. Yep. So it's, it's a live and let live thing, which I'm, I, I'm appreciative of. And if there's ever, like IDW, their run on the Transformers comics just ended, and uh, it's just kind of a. They had a lot of like IDW specific third party characters that they did that were really cool.
1: Yeah. So. So, so on yeah. the subject of third party stuff, real quick, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. since we're we're talking about the independency uh, super action stuff, yeah. puts out this little casket of cruelty. Oh yeah, I saw uh, your. Uh... All kinds of crazy little like blood effects, nice. so, like bloody vomit and things like that. And you get like little circular saw. So you could do all kinds of crazy like horror type stuff. Um, excellent company to do business with. So superactionstuff.com. Check them out if you're still in the market for holiday stuff. And then I also got, since we're talking third party.
0: Nice, a Crumpus.
1: Yes, the Krampus from the Naughty or Nice lines. So these were <laughs> and pre-ordered last year, and they finally that. shipped. So Fresh Monkey Fiction is this company. Uh, very, very fun. I'm looking forward to opening these up. But there's a lot of great third-party stuff going on right now. So uh, people should definitely be on the lookout for future Figure Friday columns with some of that stuff.
0: And I do have a dishonorable mention. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh, goes to Walmart. Oh. For, for uh, just straight up finding Cosmos. It's been like three months now. I have not <laughs> been able to find a Cosmos. And I'm torn on it because it's Hasbro. They're going to reuse the mold. They're going to reissue the figure in maybe a slightly different color scheme or with different accessories. But it is just insane. I'm not paying three times the the you know, the sticker price for the figure just to get it in my collection. And I know they're going to reissue it eventually because that's what they do with every transformer. If they can repaint it and, you know, put it out under something different, they will. But it just, I got so disheartened being able to, uh, being out looking for it and not being able to find the damn thing. And also the other thing about Walmart is the inconsistent pricing. Like, uh, just, I think you got into it with one of their, uh, in associates about uh, stuff being on clearance. Uh, the McFarland superpowers line that they put out, some of those uh, figures like the Green Lantern and Flash run clearance before I even ever saw them here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was just, uh, again, like it's a $10 figure, so I'm not going to you know, make a fuss about it, but seeing people pick them up for like pennies on the dollar was just driving me nuts. So I, I don't know what they're doing over there.
1: Walmart is a company that is going i don't understand some of the business decisions so we signed up for that walmart plus because they ran a discount over black friday where it was like 50 bucks for a year of walmart plus and that gives you essentially it's similar to like amazon prime you Uh get free shipping from walmart uh so where you normally have to have the 35 dollar order minimum they waive that now as being part of Walmart plus, And you also get like Paramount plus streaming right. service. So I'm like, okay, between the two, you can have my 50 bucks for the year. We ordered a grocery order because if you were doing like $35 minimum for grocery orders, they would still deliver it. We ordered like a $200 grocery order. And as opposed to everything coming as one grocery delivery, we got things over the course of like 10 days wow. where it was like, one they somebody drove one bottle of salad dressing to my house. <laughs> it's the most gross, disgusting, it, like we're in a, a, a world of global warming and we're talking about carbon footprints and Walmart Plus has to be the most uh, cost deficient plan that they have to offer. I don't get it. It's yeah. mind boggling.
0: I don't like giving Walmart money at all generally. Yeah. Like I will, if I can find it somewhere else, I will. It doesn't matter that their prices are going to be, you know, 1397 as opposed to 1399 at another place. Like the two pennies don't mean that much to me, mm. but it's just, you know, gross business practices and you know, the stocking, like I'm pretty sure like the one that's closest to where I live, uh, they have a toy collector that's running their toy department. Cause I never see anything new on the shelves there. So, Yeah. Um, thought I had another dishonorable mention, but I don't know. We can move on to the next uh segment, which is don't you
1: think those cosmos are gonna just pop up one day at some TJ Maxx and they're gonna have like a case and there's gonna be 500 cosmoses just in one random TJ Maxx and I mean, somewhere like just awful. (laughs) If I
0: was a richer man, like over in Malaysia where it's not like a retailer exclusive. Uh, somebody posted a photo on one of the forums, which was, it was just nothing but cosmoses at, uh, one of their Toys R Uses over there. So it's if, uh, you could have a nice little cottage industry for yourself, if you were just living in Malaysia and just, you know, buy a bunch of those, jack the price up to whatever the market is right now and ship them over to the U S cottage industry. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, looks like next segment up is top three figures you're looking
1: forward to in 2023. You want to kick us off? Uh, creature from the black lagoon from NECA. Okay. So I have been waiting anxiously for the creature from the black lagoon ever since the universal monsters line, uh, came out. I was dipping my toe in NECA at the time and I had always heard the horror stories about NECA. I had my own frustrations with their gremlins line, but the universal monsters line has been nothing but fabulous. Uh, I've been collecting the black and white versions. I do plan on getting both the color version and the black and white of the creature. It looks phenomenal. Everything I want out of a figure. And shout out to Jada Toys, who also is putting out uh, awesome looking figures uh, in the coming years as well. They also did their uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon last year, which was one of my favorites. So
0: I was going to say, uh, for my choice, I actually have a, a fourth that just popped into my head right now when you mentioned okay. Jada Toys. Because they're going to yeah. do- Finally doing a booberry from their uh serial monsters line. So looking forward to that. But my yeah. number three choice is again Mayfex. Uh they have a Jim Lee Nightwing from the Hush uh storyline, which looks amazing. Uh pr- probably like again, d- a definitive version of the figure. Yeah. Like I had a DC direct version of the figure that was not postable at all. Like the sculpt was awesome, but you couldn't do anything with it. But this is got the insane articulation, all sorts of accessories and really look at like it was supposed to, sh- like I it's in 2023 as a technicality. Cause it was supposed to ship this month, but I got a update from Amazon Japan that it won't be shipping till February or March. So,
1: so that is one of those figures where I wish I could get like a steel box treatment. How I got the Wolverine, I would mm-hmm. take a hush Batman with like a, like the gargoyle head, base for him to stand on give me that and then give me a matching superman hush from Jim Lee where he's got the alternate head remember how they've got those two comic book dueling covers from that 600 run or whatever it was mm-hmm. from the run of hush oh phenomenal
0: yeah mafex did a uh, a batman from that uh that storyline that mm-hmm. both versions are out of production right now i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they brought it back but like you know opening the door with Nightwing right now I'm like well I have to get a Batman to go with it and I'm going to have to get you know whatever else I hope they put out like a trim, uh, Tim Drake Robin that is done in the Jim Lee style because while I don't like the uh like the MCU stuff that Mayfex does like the comic book stuff that they do is mm-hmm. the sculpts are all fantastic it looks just like like I got the uh Azrael Batman from Mayfex this year it didn't make my wasn't anywhere near my top 5 but it looks just like Jim Aparo
1: had pencil them it's insane yeah so that's my number three love it my number two uh is going to have to be uh talking about our friends over at jada toys i want to see that uh street fighter line that they've got coming okay so i have been itching for a good quality six inch street fighter line for a long time and storm is storm looks like they have tremendous figures but that is a pricey rabbit hole to go down so Mm -hmm. i would love to get something a little bit more budget friendly uh jada has been doing a great job with all of the figure lines that they've been putting out and i think that you're starting to see like them starting to further that development so yeah we had to buy things like the serial monsters and we they weren't always the best quality they were good but we saw potential and i think that they've learned from every single line that they've done and they're only improving uh, the, the universal monster figures that they've got coming out like that invisible man with the figure, the hand attachment where he's pulling the glove off and there's yep. nothing there. I love little innovations like that in figures, because to your point about like third parties broadening the market, um, Marvel Hasbro is just going to rip stuff like that off. Uh, We saw things like that out of Mattel, where they've got the Mega Powers handshake with Macho Man and Hogan. Like, I love thinking about your toys that are currently on your shelves in a new way and exploring paths of creativity down that. So uh, Jada toys and their Street Fighter figures look phenomenal. I'm really excited to see those.
0: Yeah. And like you said, you've been waiting a long time because I think we both remember the terrible G.I. Joe Street Fighter figures from the mid 90s. That
1: just were awful on all fronts. Yeah. The uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie days. And Mm. yeah, not looking forward to having a Raul Julia M. Bison, despite the quality of his performance. Rest in peace. Absolutely.
0: All right. So my number one, uh, kind of surprising, but uh, and also I I hate a lot of uh, what comes with this figure. They are doing a Return of the Jedi retro collection Jedi Luke Skywalker 40th anniversary or 40th anniversary figure, Yay. which yeah, it's just like hey, I remember seeing that in the theater you know, mm-hmm. during its original run, but you know the fact that they're putting this out on a retro card, like I, I pre-ordered one like as soon as it was available. Just I love everything about it. Like it's going to look great on my shelf. If I see them at retail, maybe I'll buy a second one to open and mess around with. I hope they do a variant where he comes with a blue lightsaber or a green lightsaber. It's just, it really, you know, hit me right in the, in the nostalgia.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. See, and for me, like that won't even be a blip on my radar. So this is why I don't understand how people can sit around and just complain about things like spend more time on the things that you, you love collecting and, uh, while I'm not the biggest fan of, of that line. And I think that sometimes their creativity can be less than inspired when they get it right, man, it's magic. And it just makes you wish that there was more magic across all of their, their figure line properties from from the star Wars brand. So,
0: yeah. And you know, like we talked about before with collecting, a lot of it is just uh, wish fulfillment. Like that figure yeah. of Luke Skywalker is, you know, probably been gone from my possession for like 30 years now.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: I don't really want to buy like a you know dirty one with all sorts of worn off paint from flea market. I don't want to pay yeah. you know prices for a vintage one. So this kind of hits all the quadrants of uh, what I'm looking for in a figure. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, people hate themselves retro and vintage collection right now for a lot of the reasons that you just sung the praises. So <laughs> yeah, gotta we love it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say we can't all afford to you know just go out and buy vintage figures but
1: if that's your jam more power to you though this industry is starting to price themselves out to where vintage is becoming just as affordable as collecting modern with you know some of the retail prices
0: also true also true
1: so you got one more my number one i alluded to it the hiss tank i can't wait to get my hands on it uh i've been a huge fan like the his tank was my favorite GI Joe vehicle. Uh, when they released this thing, they, they demonstrated how to effectively run a HazLab campaign. They broke the records and then, uh, they ended up getting surpassed. I think with what the, the recent, one of the recent, uh, has labs that just wrapped up. I think the transformers one might've eclipsed it, uh, in terms of number of units sold, but, mm. That his tank looks fabulous. Uh, so much creativity. It'll be nice to get a vehicle in the classified line, you know, big enough for a couple of things. Uh, I don't know if you saw that Batmo beast. It did. Uh, so that popped up on Walmart for twenty five dollars versus the hundred dollar retail. So I grabbed that. I'm excited to check that out. And I'm looking forward to hopefully having a nice his tank versus Batmo beast
0: <laughs> battle in the backyard this summer. You're going to need to get, like, a legitimate photo studio so you can actually photograph uh, all this stuff. Absolutely. HasLab is, uh, it's still, like, I haven't backed any of their campaigns. It's a strange beast to me. Like, stuff mm. that you think would be a slam dunk. Yeah. Like, the, the Ghost Rider thing, like, with yeah. the, the car. Like, I thought that was going to go for it. And what I don't get is that people that, you know, collectors I see online are so negative about stuff that they don't like, which... You know, it, it's toys like I'm not yeah. finger wagging at, you know, I get enjoyment from the same things that these people get enjoyment from in terms of collecting action figures. But yeah, it's just, uh, you know, they're they're a notch below. Like, I'm going to find this guy's family. I'm going to take him out because this I hate this uh, Haslab campaign campaign so much, Yeah, which is it just blows my mind. Like, I don't get how I, I if you're terminally online, maybe that makes sense to you, but. Like it was, it was a nice campaign, and like something else didn't. Uh, it was the Rancor last year that didn't make it, right? Yep. But like they've done a couple of uh, a few Transformers ones that they have. They're all just cost prohibitive for me. Like I couldn't, okay. you know, couldn't justify half a mortgage payment to buy a Unicron. You know, mm-hmm. so. But yeah, it's uh, the people that love it really love it, and the people that hate it, you know, just hate it with a passion. And I'm somewhere. In the middle, like I have no use for this thing. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I'm always interested in watching, you know, the stretch goals that get unlocked. Like I think Mm -hmm. in the background, is that the HasLab Galactus that you got back? It is. Yeah. Which I should have backed the HasLab Sentinel because I, you know, lost my Marvel Legends build a figure Sentinel a number of years ago, but Mm -hmm. it's just kind of, uh, it's not for me. I kind of wish it was, but you know, at the same point, I can't justify the expense most of the time
1: yeah i i mean i've looked at the has labs as more an investment piece Mm -hmm. since you know they don't really depreciate so worst case scenario you get your money back on the secondary market right um then again the shipping costs associated with these things i can't imagine very friendly, you know collector friendly so i imagine it'll be a lot of like local pickups and things like that when right. you, you decide you want to part ways with with these uh but that's a discussion for another day down the road you know you're collecting you're you're kicking this problem to future you to have to solve i look at them as if if it's an item that i really want to get in my collection I get frustrated when I don't see them putting out the effort that I think they should in order to make this thing become a reality. So like the engines of of vengeance, it was great. It looked awesome. I think they outpriced themselves and they didn't anticipate, you know, uh, a certain subset of the collecting community that would just come out and advocate against something and, and actively try to, Get something to fail as opposed to just trying to, you know, look at something apathetically and, and not really paying it much mind. So that was really surprising to me. But I, I mean, Hasbro's a billion-dollar corporation. I'm not going to lose any sleep when they're not able to <laughs> to make more money. Yeah. So
0: we've got time left for a couple of final questions. How are you collecting in 2023? And health of the industry slash current trends. Uh, for 2023, still pre-ordering like that's you get out there and you pound the pavement a lot more than I do. Like mm-hmm. uh, I found the wheelie uh, from the Transformers you know, core class just purely by accident. Uh, pre-ordering is always going to be my safety net. If I can find something on the pegs or you find it for me, that's great. Uh, that's how I treat pre-orders right now. Or if it's something that is, I'm going to have to import, you know, I'll try ordering it from overseas so I can get a better price. But that's always going to be my safety net.
1: Yeah, for me, I, I'm. I think I'm pretty much done with pre-ordering. I, really? I think that of the lines that I collect, uh, unless it's something like one of the higher end items that I don't think is going to stick around. But to like the higher end, like the premium format figures, um, to their credit, they're pretty good about making stock available. Or mm-hmm. if if you're not on the first initial wave a lot of times they'll open up more once the product actually hits u.s shores so i'm comfortable that i don't really need to have that safety net additionally it's so priced to the point now the items that i'm collecting i'm not interested in paying that initial pre-order price right like i'll wait till i find a sale i'll wait till a good black Friday sale, even, even the, the wrestling figures that I was collecting, I think that we're really on the precipice of like the next big bubble in the market. I think there's really going to be a lot of problems after all this uh, inventory sits on shelves and they're going to have to clearance out a lot of things. I think you're going to start seeing uh, more of those days where there was nothing on store shelves and you're going to have to go back to, pre-ordering or else you're never going to see it because I think the inventories in stores are going to get cut significantly in the near future.
0: And looking at my list here, I realized I completely blew over the second, uh, anticipated figure with, uh, for 2023, oh. which, uh, is the S.H. Fig Arts Spider-Man from, uh, ah. No Way Home, the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire ones. I pre-ordered both of those still as of uh, this recording they are still not up on amazon japan for pre-order so i've got pre-orders with amazon and pre-orders with uh big bad toy store whoever gets it first is going to you know going to win but uh, exciting
1: def- times when you get to watch the uh retail the, the retail partners see who's going to get it first
0: yeah right and uh also amazon has been pretty infamous lately for canceling pre- pre-orders on people mm. so it's a safety net with a safety net on that one, so <laughs> yeah, and then uh you were kind of alluding to health of the industry and current trends, like with the wrestling figures, I've been seeing more and more of those at the uh wholesale plays, Ollie's outlet-hmm um windowless packaging, I get why they're doing it. you know, I'm not necessarily a fan of it, yeah it's it is what it is, you know that's the way the industry's going right now. And I,
1: I just get so weirded out by people who take this stance of like, I'm never going to collect again because I can't see my figures and like just open the box.
0: Yeah. Settle down. It's just kind of like, I don't know. And also the gap between like cost and quality, mm-hmm. like some something that completely flew under my radar that we talked about. I think this time last year was the 40th anniversary of Spider-Man and his amazing friends. The cartoon mm-hmm. just rolled around and uh, Hasbro Pulse did a three pack. which I completely missed it. I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And uh, the box looks cool, but I've been seeing like quality issues with like the paint apps on the figure. And then it's like 75 bucks for Mm -hmm. three figures, which, you know, I'm willing to spend that on a single figure, but for three figures,
1: I'm just, I'm not feeling it. So that's like the great thing about that figure was that Iceman people had been needing to get that Iceman back in the line for a while. And Mm -hmm. what did they do? They put cell shading on it. So (laughs) I just immediately looked at it and I'm like, yeah, not for me. Not to mention, I've already got a Firestar on my shelf. I've already got a retro Spidey in my collection and I have the original Iceman. So unless they want to throw me a bone and, and give me that for like some ridiculous like $30 price tag or something. I could pass on that all day long.
0: Yeah. And I bought that Iceman from the Marvel Legends Mm X-Men retro line for five bucks on clearance at GameStop. And like, you know, beyond just kind of having the the box for display purposes, like that's, it's not doing much for me. Like I know I said, I wanted it a lot, but now that it's here, I'm kind of like, man, I'm good. I'm good. All right. So I think we're at time for this episode. Um, Any closing thoughts?
1: No, I mean, it's been a great year to be a collector. I'm looking forward to like trimming back and not buying as much in the, in 2023, uh, again, going more quality over quantity and then just going crazy when it comes to stocking up on like black Friday sales and things like that. So, uh, I'm looking forward to having a lot of fun for Christmas morning and, and trying to recapture some of that joy and, uh, not opening things for like the last probably three months and <laughs> saving it for anticipation of Christmas morning has been a lot of fun. So uh, look for like ways to connect and find joy in your collection in other ways. You don't always have to to buy everything that, that comes out. But yeah, going like, that quality over quantity route, I think is going to shift my focus in 2023.
0: Yeah, I'm re- reorganizing one of my shelves right now with a bunch of stuff that I had in storage. So I definitely, you know, that's bringing me joy presently. Yes. So
1: that's so. the best when you get to reconnect with your collection that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because I've got so many like fig arts that are just in storage at the moment that I took out and have been messing around with. And it's a lot of fun. They're great figures. Play with your toys, people. Damn right. So thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back uh, on the same feed next week. Uh, and that's all I've got to say for right now. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: All right. BiffBampop out.com.